Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are finally here and live. Welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. We're sorry for those of you that have been waiting in the live chat for this to get going. It's very simple. We there we I got bet. I got everything set up a little bit later because of the breaking news, um, which we'll talk about in just a second. And then as we went to get things going, we had a microphone issue, had to do a reboot, and unfortunately that reboot took a very long time. But we are here. I'm Deputy Editor Dave Schofield from Behind the Steel Curtain, and with me as always, luckily here, and you can hear him for now, my big brother Rich. Rich, how are you? Hey, been doing well. So here we are, Steeler Stat Geek, where we've been practicing social distancing for quite a while now. <laughs> yes, we are. We are handling it as geekily as we can. So, um, yeah, we. I've been excited to get the show tonight. I. It's one of those things. Um, I know last yeah. last night's show, the Q and A that um, Brian and Tony did, and Jeff came in for part of it. Um, had a lot of people in the live chat. Everyone was ready and raring to go. People wanted to talk Steelers, and not only that, we have tons of Steelers news. The one that just broke before I came downstairs to get everything set up for, for the podcast, um, which I had to tell Jeff, sorry, Jeff, you got to write the article. I got to start the podcast was the Steelers did lose one of their unrestricted free agents here in the last half hour or so. And that was BJ Finney signed with the Seattle Seahawks for two years, $8 million. Um, with that, with that contract, I'd have liked to have kept him. Some people thought that might have been too much, but uh, I thought the Steelers might have been clearing cap space in order to, to to keep him, rather than lose both Foster and Finney. But that's just where we are. We're going to get caught up on some of the news going on. Uh oh, don't don't start, Rich. Don't start. <laughs> we know how it was last week with Flip when we had uh, Flip yeah, Fisher had, on as the guest. That uh, every time he took a drink out of the yellow cup, we we had people, uh, let's just say, joining in cup. on the <laughs> on the live chat. So, uh, um, which was already. a lot of fun. So, uh, yep, here they go already. So I don't even bring a cup um, to where I can even reach one. So that way, it's not a temptation. If I don't have some, so, if I don't have some water to drink. My voice would give out at this. So. Uh, my voice is going to give out anyway, um, just because that's how it is. It's been a crazy two days for me uh, because it's, well, let's just say this. I know it's been a crazy few days for a lot of people. Part of the craziest for me is I've written more articles in a two-day span than I think I ever have before. Yeah. Um, I think I had 11 yesterday and maybe five today. <laughs> Not 11 yesterday, sorry. Um, seven yesterday, four or five today. So it was 11 or 12. Um, it's crazy, but. Let's talk about some of the news before we get into how the Steelers are going to keep keep adjusting things. You and I didn't usually we we try to do a little uh, pre-show meeting before we come on the air, but because of the difficulties, we just jumped on. So I don't know how caught up you are on things. There could Pretty be stuff up. breaking. I'm not there bad. could be stuff breaking as we speak because I didn't expect the BJ Finney thing right at right before nine p.m. But here we go. We have we have more and more coming. So according to someone in the live chat, there was something that might have just broken since I've gotten set up down here, and that is something I highly expected, 
which was one of the things under our topic, is that Mike Hilton might have received his tender, which would be the Steelers going for a second-round tender. That's what I projected. That's what Jeff Hartman projected. Um, some people said no. I projected a second-round tender to both Finney and Filer. Don't have any news yet about Filer, but like I said, we were setting up the podcast, so we will be checking on that as we go. Um, another player that we thought was going to get a, a tender, maybe an original round tender, was Zach Banner. But instead, he is now signed to a one-year deal, reportedly around one point, I think it was $1.875 I saw, um, something close to that, which is actually less than what an original round tender would have been, which goes to show that they, the Steelers probably weren't going to give him that tender. That was the deal they offered him, but they could go that much. So we have those deals. We have, so that was one restricted free agent that was signed. We have another restricted free agent that was signed. That was um, the article I got to do. Yay me. While Jeff jumped on the, the other breaking news that we'll get to after this, he did that while he assigned me to write the article about signing long snapper Cameron Kennedy. I got to do that one. Um, Got to use a little bit of sarcasm with there, bring back some old Colin Holba jokes with that article about, uh, yeah, the Steelers just like to be the first when it comes to long snappers. So they were the first one to draft one in 2017, and they were the first one to sign one in free agency in 2020. So, Rich, what are your thoughts? Candidate, we're not going to get to the unrestricted free agents. Candidate, Banner, we've got the loss of B.J. Finney, We've got the loss of Tyler Medikavich to the Buffalo Bills for two years, $9 million. And we have the loss of Javon Hargrave to the Philadelphia Eagles um, for four, four, three years, $39 million, because it was $13, year, 13 right. million, million a year. That, what, what's your thoughts? Really is really starting to play out more how we saw it going. We knew we weren't going to be able to probably keep our grave if we franchised yes. Bud Dupree. And so once we franchised that Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree, we knew that you know Hargrave would go. There he went. Uh he got paid handsomely. Um Yes, he did. He did. Um he he did really well with that. Um which one did you want me to hit next? Finney losing no. him. Uh, he's one would have been nice to see stay around, but I really had a feeling we were clearing that cap space to make sure we could get Banner, Filer. You know me, I was a fan of Finney because I liked his versatility. Um, but, you know, we weren't going to be able to keep them all. Uh, Matikiewicz, we were expecting he would go. Um, so not too surprised there. Who else were we talking about? There have been so much uh, going on the past yeah, couple days. It was – now, we haven't even got to the cuts. Because I know Brian and them took care of that, but that was just the loss in free agency. I um, missed somebody. Who'd I, mi- who'd, I, who'd I miss? I missed one. Well, uh, that's a good question. It was it was Finney Medikavich. Did you get? Did you and um, Hargrave? And then they signed Canaday. Oh yeah, signed Canaday. Banner. Right, Canaday. And, I mean, you got to have your long snapper. If we liked yeah. him, then sign him. Get it done. And he didn't. Re- There's no been no financials on, but I'm thinking he didn't really change much with the cap, no. because he probably wasn't getting paid much more than the guy that he bumped out of that 51st spot. So, right. um, but let's go ahead and talk about the big one, the one people want to talk about, okay. the one that Wes called several weeks ago, um, one that I'm like, oh, I don't know if they'll do that. I'd like them to, but I don't know that they will. 
And what do you know? They did that. Um, I get to, I get to bust out one of my favorite lines. Nobody asked you, Derek, <laughs> because of our great subway commercials. We now have two thirds of the Watt brothers. Uh, uh, see, signing I, see one you do that. Derek I just, Watt. I just go stone cold, Steve Austin. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. So they, yeah. So they signed Derek Watt fullback, Derek Watt for, it was an average of 3.75 million over three years. No, sorry, 3.25 million over three years because it's 9.75 million um, overall. But I did some calculations. I, th- I threw them in the comments of Jeff art- uh, Jeff's article. I put them out there on Twitter and some in some replies. It's just speculation. It was just my pure guess, pure guess. But I'm like, okay, let's say they do something like they do. I mean, I did some pure guess stuff with an article I did about Bud Dupree today, which we'll talk about maybe in a little bit. If not now, we'll talk about it on the Q&A. But if it's $3.75 million, I'm like, well, that first year is going to be lower because of the signing bonus. I say, let, let's do this. Let's say it's a $1 million base salary, a $4 million signing bonus. Um, no, sorry, a $1 million base salary, a $3 million signing bonus um, to, to, to basically pay him $4 million the first year. But right. that would only count $2 million towards the cap. Right. And then it would be um, like three just under four the next two years. So like, I think 3.75 would it be for the following two years? That's kind of how I see it shaping up. I don't know if that's exactly how it's going to be, but that's just my guess. So that's, that's that. Now the other question you got to talk about, well, first of all, let's, let's not move on from that. What do you think? It's okay. But is that the writing on the wall about Rosie Nicks? Yeah, a lot of people are saying that, and unfortunately, I love Roosevelt Knicks. He's been. I love Roosevelt Knicks too. You know, I love the guy, especially because you know we got to see him block a punt in the game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, great special teams guy as well as good fullback, but he's really just had issues staying on the field. Yes, here's some numbers for you. Here's some numbers, okay? If they'll actually come up, there's there's one of them I I have in my head, and another one that that I was just going to bring up to verify. The number for Watt that I really like, this is Derek Watt, 64. Love the number 64. And that is in four seasons, he has appeared in 64 games. Yeah. He has not missed a game in his career. Where Roosevelt Knicks, that number is his jersey number. Wait, no. Yes, it is his jersey number, 45. Okay, because he missed five games in 2016. I don't know if it was due to injury or if they just didn't play him, um, but he only had 10 games in 2016, which makes me think it's injury because in 2015 he had 15 games. Right. Um, then he did have 16 games for that two-year stretch through 17 and 18, but in 2019 it was it was three. Yeah. He appeared in three games. So it makes you kind of think that there might have been an, an, the well, Steelers have some problem. And thinking maybe maybe that knee's no good anymore. Well, that's maybe what Wes, that's what Wes was saying on there. He said, Wes was saying he has a feeling Nick's knee is shot, and I'm thinking that that's that's probably there. The Steelers probably weren't willing to pay what they were going to have to pay for a guy with a knee like he's got. It, exactly, exactly. That's that's tough because 
I mean, people say running backs get banged up. Man, fullbacks get banged up, and they don't even get to carry the ball. Right. Because they're basically getting the same collisions that running backs are, but they're the ones delivering the blow. But uh, because you're, you're saying it's not the same as offensive linemen because they're, they're getting a run and start. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike the offensive linemen that are pretty much right there. And, and I mean, they sometimes they get the running start on the linebackers, but usually they're that's more of a, a zone blo- blocking approach. We're not going to dive too deep yeah, into that. No good, no good much. Come on. Uh, we don't do that. But here's here's the thing that Derek Walk also brings. What what did the Steelers lose earlier today? Shockingly, man, $9 million for two years for Tyler Medikavich? I tell you what, what's happening is exactly Over-paid. what we said. Yeah, we said we want to say anybody who leaves the Steelers, I hope they get paid. I hope they just rack it in. And Medikavich is getting paid way more than what I think yes, he's worth. Exactly. Well, so but here's the thing is that Tyler Medikavich was tied in the NFL last year for the number of special teams tackles. Now that doesn't you know surprise who, do you for the NFL? Yeah. Do you know who he was tied with? Oh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, how about Derek Watt? It was Derek Watt. <laughs> yes, exactly. So not so. Watt is coming in. I mean, you can't say he's replacing Knicks on special teams because you didn't have Knicks last year. Okay, so so let's just say maybe he is replacing Knicks on special teams. But I mean, that's that's a lot like the Medikavich. Right. So there we go. Some people were talking already in the live chat. I'm not paying a big attention to it, but I did see the word comp picks come up. And 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 I'm going to mention that because I have all that up. Um, some people thought, oh, yeah, look, Hardgrave, third round pick. Right now, according to Over the Cap, he is just under what a third round would be. He would be a fourth round. That could change. Meaning, depending on exactly where the numbers fall, uh, depending on if Hargrave has a great year, if he plays in every game, let's say he makes the Pro Bowl as an Eagle, um, that could bump him up based on that. Now the salary is not going to change much. So right now he's a he's a fourth. They lost a sixth in Medikavich. They lost a sixth in Finney, but they gained a sixth in in Watt. Right. So as of right now, Watt cancels most likely Finney. And then you've got the Medikavich and the Hargrave in line, but knowing the Steelers are probably going to add somebody else, other things. They're not, I don't think they're as worried about getting two picks as it would be nice to get that one, but we got to see if they're done. So let's see if they're done. Let's, let's group some of these things together. I've been doing this math like crazy in my head. Um, I've actually had, um, Confirmed. Someone else had the same math as I did. Who was it? Joe Rudder. Um, yeah, ha- had the same math as I did. He had it on Twitter. I confirmed it, and he appreciated that on, on Twitter. Here's here's how it was looking for the Steelers. They were three million dollars over the cap. They franchise tag Brad Dupree. We're going to round that to sixteen million. Yep. It was just under sixteen. Yep. So we'll talk about 19, Dupree. In a little it was bit. A nineteen over the cap. Nineteen over the cap. Okay. It is reported with the restructures that they saved 20. Now that's assuming you saved $10 million on Ben Roethlisberger. What we're going to jump into on the Q and a next show is we're going to talk about these restructures and how they're going to affect the Steelers long-term. They're great for now for helping them now, but which ones are going to be all right. And which ones aren't for when you look beyond this year and, and did the Steelers put themselves in too big of a hole? We'll get there. 
So that's going to be on the Q&A to start before we open it up to you all who looks like you guys are hopping tonight in a live chat. So you've got a lot to talk about. There's been a lot going on. Exactly. Exactly. So you got the restructures. That was Ben Roethlisberger restructure, Stephen Nelson restructure, Joe Hayden restructure, Chris Broswell restructure, and Vance McDonald restructure. It's so funny. I tried to tell, I tried to tell Jeff Hartman and he disagreed with me. I even did an article and put it out there to a vote. Didn't tell people who said which one that they were going to keep McDonald and they were going to cut Baron. And the reason they're going to keep, keep McDonald's is exactly what I had been saying. And then Ian Whetstone reiterated when he went on with Lance the one time, I think I'm pretty sure he's going to be on with Lance and Jeff tomorrow night on the standard is a standard. And, I, and when he said it, I was in the live chat. I'm like, thank you. Now maybe these guys will listen to me. Is that getting rid of McDonald wasn't a wise idea because it would cost more to replace him than it would be to keep him. Correct. So been saying that for not, weeks. Yeah. And not only that, then they restructure him. So there's the 20 million. So that puts them 1 million to the good. Then you have your cuts. You had the cut of Barron. You had the cut of Holton. Which was funny because uh, when we were at, we had a little uh, um, text group going on between Jeff, myself, and Brian and Lance when news and stuff was coming, and um, Jeff got one got one letter off and he and told told Lance that they cut Hilton and not Holton, so um, that that was kind of funny for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they cut Holton, they cut Baron. The first cut was Chickalo, um, and then didn't have to cut. They were going to trade, but it was the retirement of Ramon Foster. Yep. So between all of those different things that equaled, we're going to, they rounded that off to 15 million. Just, this is just a round estimate of another 15 million to the good now. So that puts them at 16 over before some of these recent events. So what, when I, when I was talking with Joe, well, not talking to, but when I confirmed on Twitter, um, Joe Rudder's numbers is that was that was 16 million. That's what he had. Then he said, let's go 8 million in, in, in restricted free agent tenders, because he was saying second for Hilton, second for Filer, original for banner, which is exactly what we called. Yeah. So even with that 8 million, they were still 8 million to the good. So what's happened since they signed Derek Watt. I'm counting him as two. I don't think he's going to be much more than two. Okay. Two to two and a half, probably. Yep. They signed Canaday. Guess what? That doesn't really change anything. Uh, I'm, that's not even a, like I, in the article that I wrote, I said there is more unknowns in the number of what they restructured Ben Roethlisberger for that would change the numbers than what they signed Cameron Canaday for. Uh, because we have a pretty good idea what that's going to be. Um, but then they signed Zach Banner to almost a half a billion dollars less than what they would have done. So let's throw, let's say between what would go over 2 million for Watt and what there would have been with Canada, throw that all in there to banner for, and make and round that to the 2 million they thought it was going to be. So that means right now, the Steelers in my calculations are 6 million under. Yep. Now I know Art Rooney said earlier today that, well, we're still not under the cap, but we still have some other moves to make. I don't know if he was counting things that weren't official and just weren't announced yet, but or the only other thing would be as if Ben Roethlisberger was not restructured for the full $10 million that was initially reported um, with through Jared Dulac. Right. So 
Which Six million. They, which if they, which if they uh-huh. didn't do that, then that was partially to not kick the can as far down the road. It, exactly. Which I didn't want them to restructure Ben. I didn't because I thought that was a bad idea. We're going to talk about that more in the next show. Um, I like the money that they save for this year, but we'll talk about the repercussions of that um, in the Q and a, but so for now it just is what it is. Right. So I'm going to, part of those numbers is we just found out that they did offer, uh, they did tender Hilton at a second round. If they tender filer at a second round, then we're right where what we thought. Do you think that three plus million dollars is going to be money well spent to tender fire filer for a second round pick? Yeah, I, since now that Finney's gone, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Especially losing Finney, there's right. no way. I mean, I mean, losing Finney sealed the deal. Absolutely. It was probably Here's going to be question. the deal anyway, but losing Finney sealed the deal. Now I might have to look up the number. Here's the question. If Finney goes, do they take – do they get a little bit scared – and go first round tender on filer? No. Okay. Because but you're still okay I, losing I, filer I if you're going to gain that second round. Or you still have that, you could still match an offer if he goes out there and gets an offer from someone Correct. else. Yeah. That's why, because you still get yeah. the right of first refusal. Rights of first it, refusal. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so if you get that, I'm comfortable leaving him at a two. Okay. So if we're, we're going to, that, that's just speculation. Let's say we leave him at a two. So then that leaves us the $6 million. I think, and I was actually emailing flip with some of this today because you know how he likes to run the numbers. We talked about that a lot last week. Yeah. I saw him comment and then running numbers on some different stories today. Yeah. That was actually after him. Uh, I emailed some. Yeah. So, um, so for those of you bringing it up in the live chat, because I saw a couple of people say it, yeah, it's not a question who was better between Fowler and Finney. Um, if Finney was better, Finney, you know, they would have moved been the around. starting I, and not Fowler. To me, I mean, I, like I said, I've I'm I started a series last weekend, um, and I'm to run on the weekends of Hold on, pro football to, focus grades. How much can your, you trust them? I have to go check your Twitter. Lumberzack94 says Filer just got a second round tender per Twitter. That that makes sense because they would these this is when they are going to do that. Um I'm just gonna say it on the air. Um give me give me your thoughts on both of those while I text Jefferson Hartman just to make sure he's covering these stories. On on both of what again? What which on 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 the tenders? Oh what? On the on Filer and who? Hilton? Yes. Okay. As I said, Filer's the no-brainer, and I like him at two. You don't bump him to one um, because you get that chance that if somebody offers him, you can either let him go for the second rounder or you can match the offer. Um, Hilton, um, I think we were pretty clear we were going to do everything probably we could to keep him. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's more one where I really trust the guys upstairs to take care of knowing exactly what it is they want to do with him yeah. in terms of where they wanted to tender him. Um, so I'm good. Do you think with the loss of both Foster and Finney, now granted we know Filer could move into guard because he Correct. did it against the Rams. Yep. Do you think that shoots 
offensive line in the draft up the board? Or do you think that the Steelers could possibly be looking for a lower end free agent as well to bring in for that? Um, they'll keep an eye on both would be, you know, um, they'll, they'll keep an eye for, for a lower end free agent on that, especially if they could get another one of those guys like Finney that has a little versatility and could be your backup center as well. Yes. Uh, um, or, you know, or they'll eye some guys in the draft that might could fit that. And, um, they're going to pass up. They're never going to pass up a good opportunity to free agency, but I don't think they're going to depend on free agency. I think they have the idea of a couple of guys in the dra- to, you know, draft as well. Yep. Yeah. This is. I'm just. I'm trying to get my brother. Usually, I'm checking Twitter for breaking news. Now I'm just checking the live chat. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah. This is. Uh, yeah. I. They're going to have to add a little bit more to the offensive line. I. They they lost Patrick Morris and Fred Johnson to waivers during the season last year. If that would have been the case, I think that would have helped. So it it is what it is. That's that's kind of. Uh, hold on, with, I, I got. I, I don't. Know, I'm going to go attempt. Robert, do do do. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. In here, it's talking about there's not really going to be an O lineman at 49 good enough. We're not necessarily looking for an O lineman to, to start. To start, yeah, necessarily, we were able to go get a guy and have mm-hmm. a year or two to develop him. So, yeah. um, I, I'm not necessarily thinking that we're going out at at 49. I'm looking this to be a mid to late round kind yeah. of thing. Um, I, I I also wouldn't if the right guy's there. I would I could see them, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a tackle because that's what seems to be has a lot more depth in this year's draft class. Right. So it could be that. And then Filer is officially a guard. Um, there was another move that Wes just brought up. That yep. was something that I, I, I got Jeff on earlier today while I was working on something else. Cause we've both been, I think we've both been writing nonstop all day. Um, was that they did, they put Ryan Shazier on the reserve retired list. What that means is that the Steelers maintain his rights and then they can still offer him other things with facilities and and comp well not really comp meaning um not compensation what am I trying to say between the facilities and medical and things of that sort through the Steelers and I'm sure he's going to be around and and yep. just like last year yep. but they re- they retain his rights which means hey when he wants to play he's back with us right so I know some people were talking about the draft I'm going to just mention briefly. I'm really tired about everyone screaming about running back and wide receiver at the top of the draft. I mean, those are actually two positions that the Steelers are deeper than anywhere else right now. And getting someone at that point isn't, unless they're going to be someone that automatically comes into the top of your depth chart, I don't think it's worth it. And no one that they get at 49 is going to be. So that's why I'm like, I don't think that's the answer at all. Um, And plus, People, like I say, a lot of times we're short-sighted. We forget that both our running back and wide receiver were pro bowlers the year before last. Not only that, Deontay Johnson looked really good last year coming on. So I I think the Steelers will will draft a wide receiver at some point. I don't even know if they'll even draft a running back. Um, they may, they may not. So, But that's just me, and I know that a lot of people disagree with that, but we'll see how that all plays out. So – 
we're not going draft. We're going, is there something else they can do? Now, someone else brought up something in the live chat that I just have to go through, that the Steelers need to be able to save money to sign their draft picks. I've got an answer to that, and this was something I've, I've put past Flip, that um, there's a, they, they have all, when are they going to start signing their draft class? Not till May. Right. So you got a little bit of time there. Because guess what you still have? You still could, there's still one more person I would not be surprised gets restructured. And that's stuff onto it. I mean, you could do the Castro, but I, I, two, it has more years left on his contract. So that would right. help a little bit more. You also have Cam Hayward signing a long-term deal, which would lower his cap number for this year. Um, supposedly lower. Like last year with Ben Roethlisberger, we thought him signing an extension would lower his cap number and that didn't happen. But, uh, um, Hayward's cap number right now is uh, 13.25125 million. Yeah, we, we, we probably get that down around between 10 yeah. and 11. Yeah. So, so with signing him to a long-term deal, then there's the issue that I brought up and people are like, no, don't do it. This should be a show me year. No, last year was a show me year. When right. the Steelers committed the franchise tag to Bud Dupree, it's not for him to play under it. They don't want that. They want to sign him to a long-term deal. People, you've got to get Le'Veon Bell out of your brain. This is where I'm going to start to get mad. You've got to get Le'Veon Bell out of your brain. You know, I had someone commenting on my article. I keep saying, why do you keep bringing up the exceptions to the rules? You know, you bring up, you know, Kirk Cousin was only about playing on the tag. That's an exception to the rule, okay? For every Kirk Cousin, there's a Josh Norman. Who when, the, who, when the Panthers couldn't sign him to a long-term deal, rescinded the tag. You right. know, you've got both extremes. Le'Veon Bell, Mr. Budnaked Get Robbed, as we like to call him. Okay. <laughs> the people are saying, who's Le'Veon Bell? But I'm, for those of you, I, I don't want to make, I, I don't want to use a nickname where people don't understand what's going on. With his situation, he felt his value was much more than that of the franchise tag. Okay. He believed it. The Steelers offered him more than the franchise tag, and he turned it down. That's someone who's not going to play under the franchise tag. Bud Dupree is not worth $16 million a year. If you look at over-the-caps projections who have been really close with a lot of these things, you know, maybe a little low at times, they have him at 14. So guess what? Well, the other thing was, would, even if they offered him 16, that wouldn't be terrible, which would be what the cap was. But I don't see him coming out and thinking he's going to be getting 18 or 20 million a year. He's just yeah. not going to do that. Well, especially because, yes, believe it or not, I was actually reading an article on ESPN. I don't read many, <laughs> but I was reading one on ESPN um, just because it kind of floated past and was like, you know, some of the top, top free agents. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was a name that was missing from their list, which and is they, they, they listed 10 or 11 guys yeah, and they listed three or four edge rushers and Bud Dupree was not on the list. Yeah, exactly. So, but, so once I saw that, I'm like, we're going to resign him and we're not going to resign him at 16 million, mil, million no, a year. We're no. going to be 13 to 14 million a year. That yes, that would be nice. I, with the article that I did, I'm like, let's be generous and let's give him the 16 million a year. Let's do that. People were so saying, Oh no, he's going to want more than that. No, if he does, rescind the tag yep. don't even give him the 16 million that's my opinion because he's nowhere close to, worth to that much i mean it's funny because i said this Le'Veon bell was arguably the best running back in the league bud dupree is not the best outside linebacker on his team 
Correct. There is a big yep. difference. Big difference. Okay. Big difference. Okay. So don't don't get so caught up with the whole Bud Dupree thing. This Kevin Colbert, his own words at the combine. We use the, if we use the franchise tag, it's going to be with the intent of signing the player to a long-term deal where they're not reaching free agency. I mean, part of the fact that Dupree is not worth more than the tag is why they use the non-exclusive tag on them because right. they're not worried about that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, go out there. Somebody wants to offer him six, even the same 16 million a year. Take it and take the picks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, if anybody offers Bud Dupree a deal under the non-exclusive, if I was a Steelers, I would just say, I mean, unless it's a 10 million or 12 million a year, see ya. Okay. We'll take two picks. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but I also think that the reason they use the non-exclusive tag is if his agent does want to talk to people, that's going to allow them to get a better idea of what he's worth on the market. Yeah. And he's going to find out he's not worth that. And he's going to sign the deal. But my whole point with all this is between those other things, I don't, the Steelers don't need to save their money to sign their draft picks and for business throughout 2020 season. Now you can still do that down the road with other things like that. So saying, well, the $6 million, that's got to go to, that's, that's got to go to the draft class. That's got to go to the draft class. No, it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. It doesn't. Plus the draft class is not going to be that much more expensive when you're talking about the top 51 because of the bumps in salary, all those guys got. It's not gonna. It, it's not gonna be near as expensive. You're talking about. I think Flip said to me like one and a half million. So, but there was all kinds of people saying, "Oh no, they no, you got to just have Dupree play this this year in a show me year." I'm like, it, "No, the Steelers weren't weren't. That's not how they were operating. They are not giving him the tag to show me. They're giving him the tag because they want to sign him to a deal. I was okay if they didn't offer the tag and let him go." Um, but the biggest reason they offered the tag, in my opinion, is kind of why I've, I wanted to let him do it. All right, sure shot. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that, that, that would actually be Kyle sending me a text. Gotcha. Um, what's but but what not nah, lost my train of thought. That's okay. All right, got to bring it back. Rant over. Um, bottom line is. It's what they want to do. They, they, they want to sign Dupree. Not only that, do you realize they could save? I mean, if they made that first, if they gave most of his contract that first year as a signing bonus, you're talking about going 10 million under the cap of what he, his number would have been. You're talking about getting his number down under six. Now, I wouldn't do that too much because then that's going to make his number like 18, 18 and a half. You know, if, if it, let's say that's even at a $16 million um, contract. But if you're talking 14 or 13, you're, I mean, that's, you could save a lot of cap money by sign for this year by signing him to a four-year deal. So, but there's a lot of stuff going on. So, do you think they need to save that six million, or do you think they should maybe use that to go out and bolster something? Non-committal here. It depends. Okay, because Colbert has a better idea, has a better his finger on the pulse more of what's going on than we do. All right. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying this, if Colbert's got his fingers on the pulse and they think they're going to get a deal done and save several million dollars this year on Bud Dupree, then 
go ahead and start putting that money to use. So what you may actually find out is if we see them starting to do some things with that $6 million, that will almost tip me off to the point that they're close to a, to a deal with Bud Dupree. Or, 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 Cam or yes. Yep. Yes. One of those. I, guys I don't know that Hayward. I don't know that Haywards is going to save as much this year as what Dupree's good. Yeah, I don't th- see. I look at it as is if they can get one with Dupree. What you say with Dupree is going to pay for your guys, your draft class coming in easily, and then you can put that six million elsewhere. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm like they're not going to sign. Do you realize that because? It was announced today, and they haven't actually signed them. They won't actually be able to sign them tomorrow. That Derek Watt is going to be the Steelers' first free agent signing of the first day of the league year. They don't do that. They don't sign someone the first yeah, day. Yeah, we don't. Typically, typically it's almost a week. I th- a I, yeah, I thought maybe Ladarius Green was, but I think he was day two. I'm pretty sure he was day two. Because um, I, th- I saw someone put that out there, that he was going to be the first one for, for a long time. But – the other thing that we didn't talk about with Watt, and I saw some people hint at this, and it was that close in the back of my mind. Yeah, did you pay a little bit more for fullback than you really want to pay? Sure. Maybe. You think you might save a little bit <laughs> when it comes time to signing little brother, that uh, he'll be happy that they that the Steelers brought in his brother and kind of helped him out a little bit and and everything else it could maybe even out in a couple of years. So um, it's just one of those things, but it, um, lots of stuff that like that to think about. Um, oh, I was going to bring up something else. Uh, let's see. Cam Hayward. Uh, those things. What was it? Anything else you want to add here to, to everything? I mean, she was just pick something else that's happened in the past couple of days and keep talking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. So I'm not just, used to just, uh, like, I mean, I'm not used to, to everything that the Steelers do being in such groups. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like they tend to spread, spread their activity out. I mean, yesterday and today has been just a flat out flurry of stuff. Um, yeah. Kind of caught me, I'll say caught me totally off guard, but I just, you know, you read one story and say, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll see. That, that, that's probably it for the day. Nope. Keep going. Oh, and keep going again. Oh, and here's some more. Yeah, I thought, honestly, I thought, I thought that with the, uh, with the Zach Banner, I was done for the night. And then we had PG Fitty, then we had the tenders. It's just, my my goodness. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, some people were asking about Nick's. He will probably be released. That's a million dollars cap saving, but they won't see too much of that right away because him coming out that bumps somebody else up into the top 51 salaries, which is how it kind of works in the off season. Um, I don't see any reason to to hold on to that $6 million right now, because I think, like I said, we're going to be able to do it. I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of player they could get where they sign them where their first years where, you know, I, I could see them maybe spending four. Oh, I had the question for you. Was there anybody else on the Steelers, restricted free agent, unrestricted free agent, that you could see them bringing back? They have one restricted free agent they did not tender, and that was Jordan Dangerfield. 
they have other um, other unrestricted free agents. They have Artie Burns. They have Sean Davis. They have, um, I think it was LT Walton. Um, and the only and they have Nick Vanette. Do you think the Steelers try to keep any of those players, or do you think any more additions now would come outside of players that played in 2019? The only ones you mentioned there that I really care for much at all are Vanette mm-hmm. and Walton. Really? And Walton? Really? For some reason, I've always liked that guy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because remember, he they picked him up partway through the year last year. When, when That's who they picked up when Tua got injured. Right. So After that they, was just one of those things. And that was just me and my – I'm hoping LT Walton was. I hope I remember that right. I, I might even be wrong about that. Um, honestly, I – Really, I think if they, really, if you talk talking about probably, you know, if you're going to do anything there, I'm probably going Vanette. I'll be honest with you. If I had to put my money on anybody, it would be Jordan Dangerfield. Uh, that one, minimum. he was up there a little bit. You know, Artie because, Burns. Hi, Artie. Um, sorry. Yeah. Well, but, because right now they have three safeties. They have their two starters and they have Marcus Allen. So that's somewhere. And remember, He's a he was one of their key three special teamers last year. He's your up guy in the punt and things like that. So I could see them saying, we'll keep you at the minimum, or if you want to go somewhere else, we understand. But to me, he wouldn't even be anyone who really used up any salary cap space. So um I I don't think it's Sean Davis. I think he's going to look for somewhere where he could compete to start. And I don't I don't think he's going to compete to start here. Although, I mean, he could play some sub package ball. But I, I don't know that he's interested in that. Um, I, he was probably offended by the Minka Fitzpatrick signing. I don't know for sure. So I would like to see Vanette brought back, but yeah. I don't know how much he would cost. So uh, we did get a super chat in here of someone who asked a question. Um, a lot of times during this show, we don't always see the questions necessarily unless you use the super chat feature, which is done by typing in your comment hitting the dollar sign and donating any amount you want to to the show. And we will bring up your comment for sure. But snowman throws $2 into, into the tip jar. Thank you, snowman. Long time listener. He says free agent or draft an offensive lineman. Rich. We kind of hit that a little bit. I think, I think yep. Colbert's going to keep his eyes open for, for a specific kind of guy at a specific kind of deal in the free agent market. Um, but if he doesn't get that, I I have a feeling they got a couple guys there eyeing up in the draft late rounds. Gotcha. My answer to that snowman is yes. <laughs> uh, of course. That was even no, worse actually, than my answer. What are you doing? No, yeah, no, I know. Honestly, I would not be shocked if they did both. I would not be shocked if they did both. If they found a um um a lower tier free agent, um, not to come in and start that would be for depth. And they also went into the draft. Yeah, that would so that's, that's well. one of those things. So what's interesting is, I mean, all these numbers we, we know, they're speculation. They're, I've confirmed these with a couple other sources, but they're all speculation. So that $6 million, it might only be $5 million. You know, who knows about the Derek Watt deal? But they, they are a little bit under, um, and it was just kind of fun to look at it. So 
we're going to wrap things up here. We're going to move on over to our to the other show, the Steelers Q&A. For those of you listening in podcasts, uh, that's going to be available Wednesday afternoon. I know this show comes out Wednesday morning. Um, it's, 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 it's been a crazy week with, with Steelers stuff. Um, was, I mean, we didn't even mention the CBA getting signed. Just imagine what the Steelers could do if there was no CBA. Look at all those restructures. Look at that $20 million that they couldn't have touched. You know, that's why I tried to say to Brian Anthony Davis, they they need this. They need this. Real quick back to you. Were you a little surprised then with the new CBA that the cap number didn't hit 200? Absolutely, I was. I thought they the short. Biggest, I thought they shortchanged the cap a little bit. I thought they did too because of the minimum salaries bumping up a hundred thousand yep. dollars each. You know, it used to be all those guys. If you go to over the cap and look at the list, we're all at five hundred ten thousand. Now they're all at six hundred ten thousand. When you had you know ten more players at a hundred thousand dollars each, that's. That's t- I mean, that's an extra billion right there. I, I was really surprised it was not the 200 million. Yeah. Now, something else about the cap real quick before I bring up our super chat. Um, people are keep saying, oh, well, the cap is projected to go up like a lot next year, like either 20, either 20 or 30 million. There's a lot to worry about with next year because players might be a little bit apprehensive and signing bonuses are not as part of a restructure is going to have to be changed because if the NFL stays on schedule and goes to that 17th game in 2021, all base salaries are going, will be one seventeenth more. So if you've got a player that's going to get more because of their base salary, when you go to restructure, you're going to have to look at that base salary to restructure because you don't want to look at the original one. I'm sure they're going to have all that calculated, but that's just something to remember. So if you're saying, oh, the cap is jumping, the cap is going to take a big jump next year, but so are the salaries. They're all going to be roughly 117th more. So that's always something to remember. But for those of you saying about Dupree and paying him long-term, worried about being able to sign TJ Watt and Micah Fitzpatrick, because I was dealing with that earlier. I don't know if anyone mentioned that in the live chat or not. Don't worry about those guys. Watts got his fifth year deal in 2021. Fitzpatrick has his fifth year option in 2022. Both of those years, I say 2020, sorry, 2022 and 2023, because both of those years, you know, unless he completely balls out, and deserves an extension, Ben Roethlisberger's off the books. Right. And then you've got that money that you can use towards those guys. So uh, our other super chat that we had here from Thanks Mean Joe, another longtime listener, throws $2 into the tip jar and says, trade into the first round or stand pat? What do you think? We already traded into the first round. It's called Minkafin. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, so, so yeah. So we had a first round pick. So, yeah, I, so I'm saying we're standing pat. We're not doing anything we're to hop pat. up. I think... I think most likely they won't because they've made these uncharacteristic moves for the Steelers recently to think that they're going to do it again. I think is just, is just too much. I think they stand packed, but like Jefferson Hartman, I keep saying Jefferson, like Jeff Hartman would say, if you think you, you, there's that one transcendent player that's going to really make a difference, go get him because I'm going to tease the Q and a little bit. Had to, I had to argue with Jeff a little bit about the title. He wanted to use the words win now mode in the title. I don't, and I don't agree with that. I don't think the Steelers are in win now mode. 
I think the Steelers are in a win always mode. And we'll talk about that on the Q&A. Anything else, Rich? Nope. Let's, let's get to it then. Let's get to it. So, so for those of you that are joining us live on YouTube, we'll be back in just a few minutes. We should have all our mic issues um, worked no, out and everything. Not. For those of you watching later on YouTube, you can go right from one to the other without um, without waiting at all. And for those of you in podcast form, like we said, this should be available on Wednesday afternoon. But for all of you that are listening, make sure that you're, if you want to help us out, make sure you're giving the thumbs up on YouTube. You're giving the good rating on the, on, on the podcasts. And most importantly, make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com because we've been pouring our heart out the last few days, keeping you up to date on all this information. And it's all there for you in one place. I have one article from yesterday that actually Jeff did most of the writing of it, but I've had to do a lot of the work and that is just constantly updating all the free agent signings. So um, it's there. You can go in. If you're someone who doesn't have Twitter that keeps up on these things, you can go into that article and you can go right down through all the tweets and see what they all were. So for behind the steel curtain with big bro, big bro Sco, we'll be back at you with a couple minutes. Make sure you tune in, tell a friend and subscribe. Thanks for geeking out with us.